Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I haven't seen the sun in seven days. It's horrible in Vancouver, Paul. It's horrible. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm John. So, sorry to hear that. It's nice and sunny here. Uh, yeah, today it is, I uh, hope it's sunny where you are, and it is uh, episode three of season one of Beast Wars. It is The Web. And this episode is written by uh, Larry DeTillo and directed by C. Michael Easton. Eston? Easton? Austin. Uh, last uh, time on the Beast Wars, the Maximals trailed the Predacons to a newly exposed source of Energon, and Rhinox discovered a native settlement of some kind. Stonehenge. And Optimus established his rank, especially among Rat Trap, which is going to completely fall apart this week. Um... Uh, and then, oh, and then we had it literally ended with just this brutal melee battle that destroyed the Energon and possibly Megatron, except of course not. <laughs> yeah. uh, this week we have uh, Rhinox, he's, or, or this episode, he said, I, I still, how long have we been doing this show, Paul? I still forget that we do two episodes a week, so I can't say week. But this episode, <laughs> uh, Rhinox has invented a new device that allows long-distance communication, yeah. which was a problem in the last couple of Cheetors are like, ooh, 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 what to do, what to do? He's yeah. going to be, uh, like, I get that that's his character. It, it runs, it gets old fast, but that's mm. what we're going to do this week. Um, he, he gets sent out. Basically, this is going to allow them to communicate at a much longer range than they could have before because of the Energon interference. So Cheetor gets sent out to test this device's range. Just run and keep checking in. Yeah, when he leaves, he does, like, I'm going to be so fast, the Predacons will never see me. He does, like, the worst big cat noise everyone's like it's like oh my god that was awful Um, (laughs) then we cut to scorpionok and he has found like a mega cannon i guess it was a cannon from their ship (laughs) he's just out there digging around in the rocks yeah and uh he's gonna return it to megatron just scooping around and uh he gets so angry he he terrorizes it he he terrorizes and then attacks it and then he just blasts and says yeah and Cheetor hears that and radios in, hey, something blew up out here. I'm going to go check it out. Against orders. And Optimus is like, no. And he does anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and uh, anyway, so it's a little annoying that they took the time to have Optimus establish his, his command in the last episode in that two parter, only to have Cheetor be like, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Which he does. And he finds Scorponok and then checks in. And uh, Rhinox is like, dude, Optimus is already on his way. Don't do anything. But uh, like Scorponok does manage to get whatever this thing out, is out, and uh, and Cheetor is up upon him, and is like, oh, Scorponok's all excited. Oh, this thing still works. Megatron's gonna be so happy, and uh, Cheetor's like calls him clawful. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheetor has so many like slangs and things. He is a hundred percent like fellow kids. He is just, hey kids, <laughs> do you like the slang and cool internet speaks? <laughs> Um, but there's actually kind of a neat scene here where he starts to try to check in, but he's officially walked beyond range. He's not getting into anybody. Like he was fine two feet back, but now this is literally, he's crossed the line. That's as far as it goes. Yeah. I remember a moment in the nineties and it was out at a camp and there was somebody who had a cell phone. It was early nineties cause it was a brick phone. I'm pretty sure. And if they held their hand, the phone in their right hand, it was a local call. If they moved to their left hand, it was long distance. So oh, wow. that shit happened. But uh, there's a neat scene where here where Tarantulas comes, like, drops down from behind a rock behind. You yeah, know? he comes in, like, underneath yeah. the, the rock, and he's climbing, like, on the, the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, they have that kind of creepy thing, yeah. violin uh, cue. It's pretty good. 
but uh yeah he gets jumped and uh both pre- they take him out and pre- the predacons flee when uh, optimus comes near and there was so i guess scorpionok is second in command well yeah it's established there that you know you're the second in command or something so i uh, yeah i guess he's but he don't get no respect he's the lieutenant yeah and then we have optimus shows up and he finds a very badly injured cheetor who seems to just die and I think this was a commercial break and we come back to a dream sequence. Or yeah. Maybe, I don't know. And I, I like this because all of a sudden, here's Starscream. Yeah. Like, this, it is Starscream in, in jet mode Cybertron, yeah. Like, Cybertron. No, there's no mistaking who that was. Mm. That was, I, that, like, I sat up in my seat, chair was like, oh, what? <laughs> so, and, and unfortunately, we don't see any more of them. We just cut no. to Cheetor sitting on a rooftop laughing. And uh, there's a bunch of uh, Predacons who are trying to shoot at him from another rooftop. Yeah, they can't hit shit. But then he just, like, takes each up with one shot apiece and then blasts Megatron apart. (laughs) Like, Megatron's head goes flying, hits the wall, and it's like total fucking Bugs Bunny shit here. Like, he hits the wall but doesn't fall down further. Yeah. all his teeth fall out. Then the head just slides down the wall. (laughs) With that sound. Ugh. Uh, and oh, and then so then like Tarantulas and Scorponok show up. They come out of the darkness, and suddenly Cheetor is terrified, and it feels like a nightmare. And he wakes up and goes, "Ah, <laughs> I don't understand what the point of this dream is because it's not like he has a fear of Tarantulas and Scorponok that keeps coming up. It's just no, it's just a weird dream. It almost feels like they just figured out a way to jam in Starscream. Yeah, or they needed to fill in some time, and they already. Maybe they had this done before as like a proof of concept or something oh, that we can do a CG yeah, Transformers thing, and it was just lying around. It's like, eh, well, we're not just going to let it sit there. Throw <laughs> here's, it the, <laughs> here's the fucked up Cybertron scene we weren't going to show anybody. <laughs> um, so what we find out after he wakes up is that Rhinox's device is broken, uh, the communication relay. Optimus is very angry uh, at Cheetor for disobeying orders. And Took him a month he, to build that thing or something. Yeah. yeah, and he can't build another one. They don't have the resources. And now he wants to attack the Predagon base and destroy the, the Mega Cannon they have because it's a huge advantage for them. Cheetor, like, in his defense, is like, look, I couldn't just let Scorponok make off with that cannon, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, and good job on that because he made off with the cannon, <laughs> idiot. Oh, yeah, Rat Trap. Yeah, Rat Trap is a... <laughs> he's, like, standing there eating an apple. <laughs> like, <laughs> leaning against the wall. He is the definitive shit disturber. I, <laughs> I don't understand. Stir, stir, like, stir. Here's Okay, Cheetor's in, incompetent at times, but he's fast. Rhinox is a stick in the mud, but he's smart, smart and inventive. Optimus, well, I hope he learns to become a good leader. What the fuck does Rat Trap offer? He's tiny. <laughs> he can sneak into things. I think that's probably it. We're going to see him anyway, in a yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Cheetor decides after Rat Trap uh, mocking him, he's like, I'm going to go prove I'm not a fuck up. So he's going to go run and fuck up. <laughs> And Rhinox sends Rat Trap He's after like, Cheetor. Just go, go after him. And meanwhile, Optimus is going to try and get a hold of Dinobot to uh, see what he can do. Yeah, and then after that, we cut to Cheetor. He's trying to sneak in Tarantulas's base, into Tarantulas's base. I kind of like this, that the entrance to his base is uh, like a trapdoor spider. It's just a big rock that he moves out of the way. Yeah, like the, you see the little rock slides out of the way, and this little thing just comes up and lands and he underneath uh, Cheetor's legs yeah. he jumps Cheetor and this is definitely a commercial break dun, 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 dun. <laughs> when we come back uh Cheetor is in a web like he's in this he's in a stasis web we find out and his energy is being drained yeah Trantillus has this big computer thing set up and uh 
he explains that uh, what this thing is and uh it, it drains the, the thing's energy, but it leaves it alive yeah. because he says he finds cooking his, like, if he leaves it where it is at the thing, it'll drain him pretty quick. But he turns it down to medium. Just, yeah. He finds it makes it taste better that <laughs> way. It's like, there, uh. There's some cleverness in this show from time to time, just in, in not in like one liners, but in character stuff. And OK, so but with this machine. From what I can deduce, what it does is it sucks the energy out of its victims, in this case, Cheetor, until so all the energy, Energon, is stored somewhere. And then Tarantulas like bites into him like a regular spider and mm. feeds on the mechanical fluid and oil. I guess, yeah. Because that's what he, they talk about later. Anyway, uh, he's going to torture Cheetor. So um, the, uh, then we go to. Oh, 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 and the other thing is Cheetor can't uh, um, turn into... Yeah, you can't maximize. You can't maximize. Because the machine prevents yeah. that, apparently. Yeah, that's, that's... So uh, then we go to uh, Optimus and Dinobot again, and they're, they've got like a 3D hologram. They're looking at the Predacon base. Yeah, it's like, meanwhile, at Maximal HQ, they're looking at Predacon HQ. <laughs> <laughs> and doing a horrible job because they don't know Cheetor got cut. So, which is, again, I, I'm shitting on Optimus a lot just in these first three episodes. I know I'm going to do it more because... He sh he doesn't know anything's going on. Mm. He's not going to be made aware of anything that happens in this episode. There is really one funny thing. I thought this was hilarious anyway, because Rhinox enters the room. You see him come in, but they're not looking at him. But it's like thump, thump, thump. Maybe it's a Rhinox, right? Then he just comes up beside them and puts his front feet up on the table to see what they're doing. Yeah. And Optimus is like, oh, Rhinox. Oh, there you are. I was like, really? You let a Rhinoceros <laughs> sneak up and... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. I, I do. I do like though the the insanity though of just the seriousness, like how insane a scene looks because they take a rhino who's like slumping his front paws over a computer monitor. They're like, "Oh, how's it going?" Like his and face takes up. Where half your the first shot. reaction should be like, "Jesus Christ, it's a fucking rhino!" Yeah. I it just it looks insane, and I'm starting to like it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rhinox uh, covers for Rat Trap and. Uh, uh, Cheetor's like, I don't know where they are. Well, then he says he's probably still talking to uh, oh, yeah. Rat Trap. He's probably still talking to Cheetor, which, if Rat Trap is doing his job, could actually be true. So technically, he's not lying. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Autobot code. Technically, I wasn't lying. <laughs> we do, do cut to Rat Trap, and he finds that little rock and uh, pushes it aside, sneaks into the base, and loses the element of surprise to say hey tarantulas i'm here you piece of shit <laughs> yeah, he calls them eight eyes yeah but count tarantulas's eyes he has seven counted them numerous times he's always got seven anyway, they both uh, maximize and terrorize respectively uh and then fight and uh, uh rat trap is severely outgunned mm. and tarantulas has this uh like heat vision he turns on it's very predator yeah it is this thermal scan like yeah. first thing he does though is he turns the the stove back up to 11 here to get oh yeah cheetor good and cooked because now he knows all right now i don't have time for this anymore so we gotta get this done <laughs> but yeah he he switches to like this thermal vision so he can see rat trap kind of running around he's like this big green blob yeah when everything else and is red rat trap he has some device in one of his arms he pulls it out and like sneaks around and sets it somewhere and i 
it seems to set off a heat signature so that mm. Tarantulas goes for that and Rat Trap is behind him and basically takes him out and uh, a bunch of rocks collapse on him. It's like a mini yep, we, cave in. We get another rock fall. And uh, then so uh, Rat Trap has to try to free Cheetor. Yeah, but he can't use this computer like either because he doesn't know how, which would make the most sense, or he's not a Predacon or he's not Tarantulas because the thing keeps saying like uh, invalid user or, or something. Or he's a useless character. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps trying stuff and I started thinking like it'd be really dark for a kid's show but maybe is he going to go back to Tarantulas and like rip one of his arms oh, off and come back to press the buttons cool. with that in the computer you could have yeah a little dark. you could have at least dragged him over that would it's a good idea but I mean ripping the arm off would have been fucking yeah but dope. no he doesn't he just shoots it yeah, boom <laughs> of course which admittedly is a very seems to be a rat trap thing to do but oh my god Tarantulas isn't dead he comes out of the the pile of rubble and is he's all wonky and fires a missile and it starts wobbling crazy uh and it hits the stasis web i think is why it blows up so much but rat trap and cheater jump yeah and then tarantulas gets buried by even more rocks (laughs) yeah this one is a legitimate uh, cave-in uh in in my notes it just says cave-in exclamation point exclamation point um so then we uh, we cut back to everything's okay, and Rat Trap and Cheeto arrive at the maximal base. Yeah, and I'm like, where were you? And Rat Trap's like, uh, just around. Yay, and we then, were just hanging out. Yeah, so they yeah, fuck. deceive Optimus again, but uh, Cheeto's like, uh, oh, thanks for not ratting on me. Ah, I see what uh, I did there. Uh, to Rat Trap. And then Rat Trap just fucking lets him have it. He's like, look, you fucking idiot, smarting the hell up. Like, yeah, good thing Cheeto learned his lesson, and we aren't going to have to deal with this same thing again in the next episode. Now that they're at least partly animals and need to stay that way most of the time to survive on this planet, does that mean they need to breathe and eat food to survive too? I mean, we saw Rat Trap eating an apple earlier. He says at the end of this one that he has garbage to munch and Tarantulas was all set to have Cheetor for dinner. Which, which you notice how he starts the thing on high but then puts it down to medium? Like, I bet he makes an awesome steak. Anyway, Cheetor points out, hey genius, I'm not food. Like, I don't have blood. And Tarantulas points out, nah, it doesn't matter. He just likes the act of sucking the vital juices out of things. So why doesn't he just do it now and have it done? If Cheetor's fluid is going to be just as useless to him once it's been simmered for an hour as it is right now, what's the point in waiting? I can see if he had to get the potato salad ready and set the table, you know, that's going to take 10-15 minutes, but that isn't how spiders eat. Besides, you'd think he'd be worried that Cheetor's buddies might be looking for him, and he'd better get this done and over with before the Maximals show up, and then there's not enough potato salad for everybody, and boy, does he have egg in his face now. He'd have to slip out for a minute and make a quick phone call down to the restaurant to get them to deliver some stuff, but then he'd be one of those customers that freak when they tell them there's a delivery charge and they probably wouldn't even tell Well, there's uh, another episode of the Transformers Nitpick Pickers Podcast Show, Beast Wars! And uh, the next episode we're going to do is Equal Measures. Yes, equal. Very equal. If you want to see two people who are equally unfunny on Twitter, <laughs> uh, you can find us. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you uh, rate and review us on your podcast application. And we're equally available on Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes. We're on everything now. So, uh, yeah, go out and find us and tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. And until the next time, keep on transforming. See you later. Thump, thump.